Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. Good morning to your listeners. Well, I thought I was going to have a quiet morning today. I should have thought again. I mean, first of all, I have to revisit what uh, Deputy Co has said about you. He, he uh, has said that you were speaking out of both sides of your mouth. So I let you respond directly to the comments made by him, please. Well, look, at, I, I heard all I heard from Paul Kehoe was waffle. And when he said anyone would think they were heartless, nobody really believes in the heartless aspect. What they know is that they're brainless. You know, we're electing TDs in Wexford through as they're supposed to go to Dublin and represent the people of Wexford, the 130-odd families that you've spoken about who are going to be homeless. And what they do is go to government and they vote with the Dublin-centric government with no thought for the people who whatsoever who have voted. Just to address what Mary has said, Mary is correct. We can't have people not paying rent, but this eviction ban wouldn't cover that because this is no-fault evictions. And at a time when landlords are expected to take up the slack of government for not delivering houses, because ultimately that's the issue, Alan. It's about supply. We just don't have the houses. Landlords are caught in a bind. Many of them are now paying interest where they had uh, probably track of mortgages or interest. Uh, they weren't paying interest. Now interest rates have risen significantly. Many landlords are going into negative equity and have no choice themselves right. but to sell the property. That's why the regional group put forward right. the proposals to government as a solution to compensate landlords for government's failure to supply housing and landlords taking up the slack would be encouraged to rescind their eviction notices. Now I'm glad to say I spoke to seven landlords last night who have and will rescind their eviction notice based on the release that were put forward by the regional group. That is pending government implementing those very reasonable, positive, constructive proposals. Um, I, 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 I want to just get back to a few of the, po- the talking points. First off, can you clarify where you stood in all of this? Because there were a number of texts came in yesterday that I did not read out because you weren't there to respond to them. And basically they felt that you were, for this pot of gold, these eight uh, cr- criteria that you had set to the government, were going to vote with the government and to end the eviction ban. Now I want you to clarify, had you decided to vote with the government and did the poll that we do yesterday where 80% of the people of Wexford who text into this show said, no, do not end the eviction ban. Um, Did that make you change your mind? Uh, I hadn't made up my mind until I had full clarity and all the information I required to act on behalf of the people of Wexford that elected me as I saw it. Yesterday I met the Minister and you yourself, Alan, know just how much effort I've put into planning policy to allow people to build homes and to allow homes to be built in Wexford to solve this problem. I met the Minister yesterday because one of the proposals put forward by the regional group was to do with viability. We have 70,000 grants of planning that are not being built. And the reason for that is they are not viable. And if government doesn't fix that problem, we are not going to increase supply. So I needed clarity. They undertook that a proposal from the regional group that they would implement it but I had to be clear that they actually could implement it and I've been asking the Minister Dara O'Brien for the new guidelines 
the proposed guidelines mm. that would fix that problem for almost 12 months. He's been telling me verbally that everything he's putting forward will fix that problem. So yesterday he gave me a document and I have to be honest, when I came back to my office and I read it, I almost cried. As a matter of fact, I probably did, but had to get Why? on with what I was doing. Why did you almost cry? Because what's contained in the document will not only not fix the viability issue, there's no mention of viability, it's going to make the housing delivery much worse. It's not going to build houses, we're not going to see delivery, and on that basis, I couldn't possibly vote with the government's proposal. They are not in a position to remove an eviction ban. What they are in a position to do is undertake to sort out the viability issue and make it from here right. a planning consideration. They can. They have a five billion surplus in the bank. They can compensate the landlords to keep the tenants in situ until such time as right. they get their own house together. No pun intended. Now, I'm working hard, Alan, mm. and this is a government who doesn't even understand the issue, and I have lost confidence in them on the basis that if they don't understand it, then they... Right. will not be able to fix it. All right. Uh, like, the one thing that has to be fixed, and I, and again, I'm sorry for repeating myself. I sound like that woman in Kilness Gully. I'm not in the habit of repeating myself, but right now I am. Uh, and basically, next th- Thursday, the 135 families I keep talking about, no one, nobody has given me a solution to the problem here. Um, Paul Kyo, I asked him to, had we got 135 properties for these people? I, I wasn't uh, reassured that we do. Are you reassured that we do? No, I'm fully aware that we don't. And I'm not sure who, Paul, that he couldn't answer a straight question. Where we house people that are homeless or need emergency beds are in one of two places in Wexford. Well, actually, there's a couple of B&Bs, but they're in very, very limited circumstances, particularly where there's children. We have B&Bs in Courtown. There are B&Bs in New Ross. There are beds in Osmond House. There's two emergency beds in Osmond House. Osmond House is not suitable for children. And after that we have the women's refuge which only takes domestic violence victims there's a suggestion that we'll have the new women's refuge which you'll know won't be ready probably for about two years we have no emergency beds any emergency beds we currently have are fully taken up so the reality for the 135 people is that if government don't entice their landlords to rescind their eviction notice they will be homeless and they will be going to somewhere possibly like St. Joseph which is what we do when we invoke the real bad weather uh, emergency beds. And that's where our homeless go currently. We have what they call a weather, um, I can't just, the, the names that won't come to me, but in very bad weather, we put emergency camp beds in St. Joseph's and people have a roof over their heads. But right. other than that, that's it. And they have to move out right. of there in the mornings. Right. So I don't know why Deputy Keogh doesn't know that because I've fully engaged Wexford County Council, who's housing department, let me tell you, Alan, are under severe pressure. These are normal people in normal jobs who are being under severe... They're actually taking the brunt of government's failure. And I don't accept that. And I want the county manager to come on your radio show and to explain why he can't come out and say that we do not have enough emergency beds for 135 families and that there is nowhere for them to go. Right. Unless okay. he has okay. new houses that he's going to give them. 
All right, well, he's not here to uh, answer that question at the moment, but I will put the question to him and, and, and uh, give him the right to respond. I just want to ask you about the Labour Party vote of no confidence. Uh, what way will you be voting in that? Have you thought about it? Well, I just want to address what we heard from Aidan or Airdon. Labour have a housing policy that wants the government to set up another quango and build publicly. It would be another HSE and it would be another Irish water. It would be a black hole in which we would throw money into and it wouldn't see a house built for 10 years. I just want to say that first of all. That's why the regional group members put forward proposals that would help. I have no confidence in this government, regardless of who's going to put the motion forward, particularly in reference to Paul Kehoe, putting it out there that I voted with Mary Lou and Sinn Féin. That's his only answer to somebody who has a brain and thinks about things and uses it on behalf of the people who elected them. I support the motion the motion and the details that right. are contained in it and I clarify if those details can be met. Right. And I can tell you something, Paul Kehoe's government undertook things to the regional group and the viability one that's in it can't be met. Okay, he should do his research. I have to wrap it up there and I'm more than willing to let you and Paul Kehoe engage with each other at some stage over the coming weeks to debate your That'd differences of no opinion. Difficulty. Um, I will go back to Paul and give him the opportunity to debate with you. you. also ask him, would he set up the meeting that the hospital manager requested with Stephen Donnelly, and would he go set up the meeting in relation to the tornado victims that he has promised to get us with Heather Humphreys? None of these things are being progressed, and it's Deputy Kehoe who has undertaken to arrange the meetings. Okay, well, we go back and uh, follow up because the hospital, of course, is still very much high on the agenda here. We may not have discussed it this week, but we're keeping a very watchful eye on it. Just, uh, just to get an answer, will you be voting with the Labour Party and, and their vote of no confidence? You never answer that I question will, for I me. I will be voting on the motion of no confidence. Southeast Radio's morning mix. I have no confidence. Just I will be voting no confidence.